Now, Adam, mm-hmm. I will say, Joe Parian said we cannot do this episode if you were not on it. He specially requested you I had say to be that. here. It's, it's a oh. thing now. It's like Pokemon News. <laughs> it's me. Adam, Adam's on the thing. But we will not do it with you if you do not turn your camera on, though. I don't, I don't he doesn't have, have it. He just moved. He bought a house. He doesn't have it. How did you buy a house? How do you have enough money to buy a house? How did you buy a house but can't afford a camera, you know? That's what I want to know. everybody thank you for joining us here on another steaming hot edition of cup of joe's i'm your host joe brown joined by my best friend joe perry and, and a special guest here we have pokemon news so of course we brought our poke buddy world championship vgc caster adam doricott back on cup of joe's adam hello it's been not too long since the last time. It's not been three years apart on episodes. Only a couple months this time around. How are you? I'm doing very well. I, as soon as the new trailer dropped, I was wondering when you would ask me about this. Uh, <laughs> you guys very graciously extended the invite, and I'm very happy to be here. It's it's becoming a tradition, and I'm a very big fan of it. I, at first, I, I was okay with just me and Joe, but Joe Perrion refused to do the episode if you weren't a part of it. Yeah, I was even telling Joe, I was like, we need to change uh, the podcast from Cup of Joes to Two Joes and an Adam. <laughs> Cup of Joes and sometimes Adam when we talk about Pokemon. It's no, very... no, no. He's a per- he's a permanent he's a permanent part of the show now. Oh, he's on every show. Congratulations on the promotion, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very grateful. Guest to uh, full time <laughs> co host in, in about three minutes on the show. So yeah, I'm good with this. Wow, moving on up <laughs> in the world. Welcome to our new podcast, Two Joes and an Adam. Now we gotta get oh. another graphic again. Oh my god. Oh my god. Last time was already such a, a process. It was pretty easy. No, but like, the, when we gave it to the person, it was easy. But getting to the point where we gave it to the person was difficult. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, there was a lot of discussion. A, ki- a lot of cooks in the kitchen on that one. There were two cooks in the kitchen, to be precise. So. One too many would say. <laughs> one could argue one too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay. Why would the Catholic Church be without <laughs> the popes? <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our topic of discussion this week, and that is the recent Pokemon Scarlet and Violet news that dropped. Wait, um, wait, hold on, hold on. I, you told me that this episode was going to be about the new barbie mansion princess expansion that finally came out after 25 years gotcha you say you oh my god i've been duped it would have been more accurate if you said the digimon game because the new digimon game did come out last week so bro bro, i just want to let you know that i've seen that several times on steam i'm just like what is this maybe you should click it maybe you should find out i'm about to now i'm gonna pass the back rooms game that they keep trying to push but Okay, so while Joe does that, let's talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in the new trailer that was on uh, August 3rd. It had been a number of months to since the last time we heard about Scarlet and Violet, and it just kind of dropped out of nowhere that they were doing this Pokemon Presents. They also talked about like the World Championships and showed off the new trophy and, and p- talked about like Pokemon Masters, all the, all the other stuff. All well and good, but we really cared about those two Scarlet and Violet trailers, and... We'll just open it up for discussions. We can get into the weeds of, like, specific mechanics and things that they talked about in those. But, like, in general, like, you woke up. I don't know if you watched it right away at 9 a.m. like I did. Or for Joe, who didn't even know it happened. He watched it when he found out it happened because he wasn't watching it at 9 a.m. Whenever you watch the, the Pokemon Presents, like, what were your thoughts? Let's start with Adam. Well, I have one very strange comment before I get too deep into Pokemon. Uh, there was something in the trailer that, that really irked me, and I, I haven't been able to shake this for a few days, so I, I just want to get it off my chest. Okay. The text on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This reminded me, and I know people spend a lot of time on this, but it definitely felt like editor's first After Effects project. 
And and After Effects is my passion, right? Yes, I, it just, <laughs> I, I couldn't shake that, and I want to get that out of the way. Once we got past the text, the actual game content we saw, uh, I think by and large, mm. was very, very positive. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think about what you were talking about for a second. I was like, what are you talking about? And then like, they have to put in like, big, bold letters like, this mm. random dude who's clearly not in the game talking to you right now is not in the game. He's a dude talking to you right now. Like, We have yeah. to make sure all the five-year-olds watching know that he is not actually in the game. Like, okay, guys, we, we understood. It was a little heavy. Yeah, the, the text thing was weird. Like, I, I think it's one of the professors that you meet. Like, half the text is behind their head, the other half's yeah. in front. And I'm like, ah, yes, I did this project at university. I'm, I'm glad yeah, I did. I did think one. this text was in the final version of the game right behind him for no reason. Yes. Yeah, very strange. But no, by and large, I think they threw a lot of good stuff at us. Um, we got to see the legendaries as bikes, which we all thought was a thing, and they confirmed it. So I'm glad they got that one out of the way. Um, we really kind of jumped through a bunch of the new Pokemon and stuff. You know, we got some new reveals. Obviously, we got the new mechanics. So, like, for a trailer, where are we now? We're a good three and a bit months out. Um, I feel like we are getting a good amount of information. And I think there's a, you know, if this is the, the cadence that they're releasing this much information on, I think we're going to have kind of a good release where we're not shocked by the game. Mm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Also, um... I do like the new kind of like showing of it's multiplayer. You can play with your friends. Look, check it out. There, I keep seeing a bunch of TikToks about this game where someone was like, someone was like, there are three stories for you to follow. And the guy paused and he goes, three? You guys can't even make one good story. How are you going to work with three? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But um, it looks, I got really excited about it. And I was like, oh, man. It's really cool that this time around you get to have the legendaries at the beginning of the game and they're kind of like your workhorse of flying and biking and swimming. It's like you don't get to use them as actual Pokemon, it seems, until they do their their big transformation at one point where they become what they're what they look like on the on the uh, on the cover of the game itself. Um all I will say, uh, the other thing I will say about this game is there better be some fashion, because these uniforms <laughs> are not it. Not it. Like I better be able to put on a full kimono and like those sandals that got the 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 like Pikachu prints that I can leave in the sand. Um, yes, there is there is customizable outfits in the game, Joe. I'm on the website right now and I have the. One of the tabs is look the way you want to when you explore the Paldea region. And they talk about your hairstyle and appearance and whatnot. You want to know the other thing that I did not like about this trailer? That I was promised by someone who apparently works for Pikachu. I don't work for Pikachu. I work with Pikachu. It's the difference. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the difference? We're acquainted with Pikachu. Yeah. We don't don't work work for Pikachu. I still see you whispering to Pikachu over the aisle about secrets. You're like, Pikachu, give me the heads up. And he's like, Pika Pika, Pika Pika, I'm Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Hold on, which, uh, which Pikachu are we talking to? Yeah. Is it a Pikachu or Detective Pikachu? Because they are very different. <laughs> They're both there. They're both I, there. Uh, Detective Pikachu is not a reliable source, I will say that. <laughs> but I was promised at least mid evolution of these starters by joe brown he promised kill me kill me for thinking three months before the game is out we would finally (laughs) get just a sliver of information about who these starter pokemon evolve into i apologize joe joe brown i had my chance back in december and i should have taken it then should have done it then i should put you down for good I was also promised middle evolution, so it's okay. I'm just. Were you promised? Were you also promised by Joe Brown about it? (laughs) Joe Brown was uh, quite confident coming into this trailer that we would see the middle evolution. (laughs) Because it makes sense. We're three months out. You know what else? But it makes sense. Um, Anything else that they could show us? Some of the time, I watch these trailers and I'm like. Man, this is really good information, but there's like one piece that they're always missing that everybody wants to know about, and they're yeah. all like, hey, 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 we're not going to show it to you, and we're just like, just show it to me. 
if you show it to me, I'll I'll buy your game right now. Like, we can just do it. I feel like in a lot of cases, like, just any, like, release, like, yes, they do sometimes show some middle evolution, but I feel like they, they don't want to, right? Like, I never feel like they've, you know, any promo stuff for the game always includes just the, the starter itself. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they've always been very much like, yeah, these are your, these are your choices. Uh, play it and see how you feel about it. Yeah, Which play it, see what you feel about strange. it. And Which maybe, is... and maybe yeah. one of our starter Pokemon will turn out to be a fully grown man that looks like a lizard with a gun. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what one of them will end up looking like. <laughs> So you're taking uh, Fuecoco, understand. Actually, I think Quaxley. <laughs> no, oh my god. Uh, yeah, because Quaxley's supposed to be like uh, a naval a boy. Just Quaxley, like... Ah, uh, dude, I'm I'm torn between the starters, yeah, yeah. though. I think... It's it's Fuecoco. That's it's the... not even a choice. It's not even... Literally, Fuecoco stock is through the roof, like... Uh, it's either... For me, it's either uh, the other two, Quaxley or... Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Hey, yo. I'm, a green, I'm a green and blue boy. What can I say? So, what, all right, what do we think the Paldea region? That's that's a fun name, Daz. Because the first thing... Yep. So, we'll talk about this, some of the some of the other aspects, Joe, but all I always see the new trailers for new information for new generations through the prism of commentary. And I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not alone because I'm sure Adam and every, all of our other commentator friends think it. And I'm like, okay... So these variant forms are going to be Paldean Whooper or something like that, right? Like Alolan Grimer and yeah. Hisuian Arcanine or whatever, right? So I'm like, all right, that's that sounds like a fun name, Galarian Moltres. Like that, like I could get behind Paldea, but then the one that's gonna be tough to get behind is the Terrestrializes. Okay, when a Pokemon terrestrializes, that's a tough one to say on commentary. Like, why? That's my big key takeaway from this trailer: is why are they not called crystallized when a Pokemon crystallizes? Because that's literally the effect that it's doing. Why are we terrestrializing? That's a that's a tougher word to get out there on commentary. So, I was reading the Scarlet and Violet site just before we came live. And similar to Dynamax, allegedly, uh, well, I say allegedly, it's that's what they said on the website, so it's true. Um, or I hope they're not lying to us in the marketing, at least. But uh, the power, once again, comes from the ground, which is, it is a crystal effect, so you've got the crystallize kind of uh, second half of the word. But then the prefix is obviously going to be terra, based on the Latin for earth, or is it earth or ground? Earth, yeah, I think it's earth. That is. Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of like a hybrid of the both. So it's like a ground crystal is basically what they're saying. Uh, do I think it is going to be a tough word for commentary? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely not the easiest word they've thrown for you know. Dynamax is cumbersome enough, but it's um, a fun word. Dynamax is a Gigantamax is a fun word to say. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to cause some conundrums on the old commentary desk, but uh, we'll get through it. How does how is it spelt again? I just I'm double checking something before I, I speak about what I want to say. I believe it's T E R A L L I. No, yeah, T R A S T A L L I Z E. Terrestrialize. What are you looking up, Joe? Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, because the thing that I think, um coming from what am I saying Sword and Shield like, to Scarlet Violet yeah cause I feel like terraforming has to do a lot with like gemstones and stones itself that deal with crystals but when you deal with like gemstones and precious stones they terraform instead of crystallize um, because they become more precious instead of crystallizing doesn't necessarily make the crystallizing doesn't give you the sharp edges like a diamond has when it when it forms so that's what i was maybe thinking but then i forgot we're dealing with violet and scarlet not um not like gemstone names so it doesn't make any sense it's a little strange 
Like, I see the Scarlet Violet, like, name. Obviously, there's the whole light and the infrared. Right, and you see a light through Um, a diamond or whatever, right? Yeah, so there's a lot going on there from a scientific perspective, um, especially because it's, you know, based on the trailer, a cat with a massive chandelier on its head. So (laughs) Very science-based information, you know? Yeah, definitely looked scientific. All right, so let's talk about... Terra, the terrastal phenomenon. I don't know if it's terrastal, terrastal, whatever. Terra, terrastalizing, all the stuff. Terra type, but this is the gimmick and shine and glimmer like gems, thanks to the terrastal phenomenon. That's what the website says. This is the Gen Nine gimmick. This is Scarlet and Violet's competitive mechanic. You know, X and Y had Megas. Sun and Moon had uh, Z moves. Sword and Shield had Dynamax and Gigantamax. What do we think? Let's start with Joe from the casual perspective because competitive's a whole another world. So just as a casual Pokemon fan, the new general mechanic of uh, terrestrializing, what are your thoughts on this gimmick for the generation? It seems interesting. Um, like, what was it? Was Dynamaxing was the last one, right? Where they got real big. Yeah. I feel like they're just trying to figure out something new each generation. Like, because to be completely honest, if they, like, me and you have talked about this, Joe, if they had brought back, like, Mega Evolutions, that would have been dope. Cool. That would have been great. Um, I don't really need, like, (laughs) this is, like, joke intended, a shiny new thing to look at when I'm playing this Pokemon game. Um, If you give me new Pokemon to look at, I will be happy. I don't need you to change my Pokemon's um, type in the middle of a battle, especially when, um, as we were talking about a few days ago, Joe, about how we have to figure out what type it would turn into, which Mm -hmm. is cool, interesting. But, like, at the same time, when they first showed it, I thought it was going to be, like, somewhat like a Mega Evolution, where it changes into, like, a different-looking Pokemon, but they just put a giant, like, chandelier, or... Yeah, they just put a hat on top of them, and I was like, okay, this is... It's, like, interesting, like, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, but I'm just, like, not... I'm not blown away by it. I'm more blown away about the fact that your bike and the thing you ride around on is the legendary in the game. Yeah, I, w- I think that would be a fair statement from the the general populace watching the trailer is, like how Joe said, I don't think people are blown away by the mechanic. Is that a fair thing to say in general? It doesn't seem like Megas were like, oh, snap, Mega Garchomp, yeah, like, this is awesome. This is like, like oh, yeah. okay, this is the new thing. It's like like when the Mega Evolution's like, oh man, like what will this look like? Like what's Gengar gonna look like if I do this, or what's Charizard gonna look like when I do this, or stuff like that. But it was this one. It was like, oh, the, just a cool hat. Even with the even with the Dynamax stuff, they changed like slightly, which was still kind of cool. Like I think I was more excited about Dynamaxing than I was about this. Gigantamaxing was like a kind of hybrid, right? It was like Dynamax is the main mechanic, but Gigantamaxing is like, you know, you get the new form or the new look, if you will, like uh, similar to when we had. Yeah. Mangoes. And I, I, I really liked it. I do, I do think, and I actually was having a conversation with a friend about this the other day. Um, the one thing I never quite understood about both Mega Revolutions and Gigantamaxing is the way they selected the Pokemon for it. It just always felt really haphazard. Like there, there was a line like, "Oh, okay, so the pseudo legendaries, you know, we we know they're the, you know, the kind of the tough ones to get end game Pokemon, and they all got Megas apart from Dragonite, which then throws that theory out the window." And kind of the same with Gigantamax. It's like, okay, the original starters all got one. Awesome, cool, we're on board. But Pikachu then we like, and Eevee uh, got one. Again, yeah. they're, they're pseudo-starters at this point, right? You know, Pikachu right. was the yellow starter, and Eevee has just been that present for forever. And then they're like, um, so we're going to give it to, yep, the starters again. Uh, yep, uh, Eevee, Pikachu, Snorlax, kind of those OGs. And then they're like, oh, and Colossal gets a Gigantamax. Like, what? what? Toxtricity gets a Gigantamax. Yeah, it just, it was, it was very confusing. So I will say, like, Kingler, Kingler with the snow crab gets the G Max. 
the fact it's back to kind of where we were of like Dynamax everything gets it seems cool. Um but obviously we can we can look at it from the nitty gritty competitive perspective if you would like. Well, so before we get on to competitive, like in a casual sense just using it cuz I have it up here like the uh any Pokémon has access to gain special power, right? To terrestrialize. Um First, each Pokemon is a Terra type. A Pokemon's Terra type is inactive until the Pokemon terrestrializes, at which time the Pokemon's type will change to its Terra type. For example, some Eevee will have a normal Terra type, but some other Eevee have a flying Terra type. There are 18 types, meaning that there are countless combinations of Pokemon and Terra types. So, what I think of from a competitive perspective is it's not as important. Like, so the things that we've seen. Uh, competitive people talk about Joe are Hydreigon with a Steel Terra to hit fairies, and Ferrothorn mm-hmm. and Ferrothorn with a Fire Terra to hit other Grass Steel types. Right, like that—that's what the competitive mind automatically. It's like, what is my weakness? Hydreigon's weakness is fairy. What beats fairy steel? That's what I do. In a general playthrough, especially like not a Nuzlocke or any, like not any additional difficulty, is it really important for my Fue Coco to turn into a Flying type? No, right? So you have to ask who this mechanic is for. And I would argue it's probably more competitively focused than Z-Moves or or Dynamax was where those could, in your playthrough, be used just as, you know, effectively as it is effectively used in competitive. You get what I'm saying? But, like, as a cat, like you, Joe, like... You see the opposing Gardevoir. Let's say there's a Psychic Gym leader and they have a Gardevoir. Like, are you going to sit there and wonder what of the 18 Terra types the Gardevoir is going to turn into in the gym battle? Like, oh, what if it becomes a Water type? Or is it, like, it, it doesn't matter to you because you're steam throw, steamrolling through with your favorite Pokemon. That's how these games work. So, yeah. why why are we <laughs> hyping this mechanic up as the, the main mechanic? If the co- the huge percentage of the audience, which is casual, playing through the game like a regular person, not competitively, is not truly being impacted by the capabilities of of Terra types, mm-hmm. that's what I want. I, don't know. I, I think there's a lot of people, and and based on the way it was kind of pitched in the trailer, is like you can just make your starter pokemon just even stronger by terra typing its own type right like right you can really double down on on pokemon being good at what they're good at um which is you know when we get to the competitive side that's a very different angle um please uh, go ahead sorry it's a strange one i i obviously want to see more of it um you know there's questions to be answered right is it like dynamax you lose it when you switch is it how long does it last? You know, all of these questions. I, um, I didn't even think about losing your switch. I think you keep it forever, like Megas, because I think they say it ends at the end of the battle. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that far in it. Um, I well, then can you it, only use it once? Yeah, you can only terrestrialize one Pokemon per battle. You can okay. here. I have it. You can terrestrialize a Pokemon once per battle, and the transformation will last until the battle ends. So you can switch okay. out. Okay. So it, it, it does stay okay um yeah I, I i do agree i think it might get a little bit lost on the casual player uh, there's definitely some will it impact my playthrough probably not will it impact team building yes absolutely um, but but different that yeah we'll, we'll dive into that in a minute it, the, i have i will say though quickly joe uh it, at the end of it, they talk about the Terra Orb, which I'm not sure if they show in the trailer. Uh, I can't remember if they show it. It's kind of, it kind of looks like the, like the, uh, the Legends Arceus Pokeball a little bit, but it's black. Like it looks a little different. I don't know how to. I'll, I'll post the link here, and you just scroll down and see what I'm saying, so I don't, uh, so I don't sound crazy here. No, it. Uh, it looks like a, it looks like a, a Pokeball variant. It yeah. literally has the band around the middle. And then a jet, like, uh, instead of the kind of, I believe yeah. it's a button. 
So oh. only select trainers in the Paldea region are allowed to carry the special item. Once you terrestrialize a Pokemon, your Terra Orb will lose all its terrestrial energy and you won't be able to use it again until it's been recharged. You can re you can charge your Terra Orb if you touch crystals overflowing with terrestrial energy or go to a Pokemon Center. So this is the workaround of you can't Dynamax every battle or you could Dynamax every battle in the in the stadiums or whatever. Uh, you could Z-move literally every time. You could hit Mega Blastoise every time when you were playing through X and Y. You just hit the Mega Stone and every, you know, fighting level 5 Weedle or whatever. So this is their their way around it. But again, this is like nerfing the aspect where it is less relevant because casually you're not going to need the power of terrestrializing. So you've just like put a limit on you're only going to use it in bot in like gym battles or rival battles like you're not going to use it on a random trainer because you're going to want to keep it up in case you run into your rival so you've like yeah, limited that's something that's not i don't know a, a problem because people pretty much like i don't know when you guys played through sun and moon i didn't want to sit through the 30 minute 30 second cutscene to to, yeah. to knock out a level five weedle so i only used it in the <laughs> in the guardian battles you know in the in the trials or whatever. Like, so I was already just going to use the Terra orb in the gym battles anyway. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I wasn't Dynamax unless I needed to. Uh, right. No Alright. So, yeah. uh, Joe, Joe I, was, yeah. I, I was only, I was only Dynamaxing if I wanted to swerve on people. Like, <laughs> even though they're not real people, I was like, walk up to me like this you better get away from me with my giant pokemon but bam look how big my pikachu is now Soko. one did thing make you feel better did you feel like a big man <laughs> I did, you know what i did feel like a big man because my pokemon was seven stories tall so yes yeah, i felt like a very big a nice man. chandelier um so one thing i do like visually and i'm hoping simplicity wise i hope there is no gigantic max i hope it's there are 18 Terra types, there, and we're not going to get a Terrastal Snorlax and a Terrastal whatever. Uh, I hope it is simple to just the 18 types because visually, like you can tell, like the the lamp, the fire lamp on top of Coco in the image. All right, cool. That's the that's the fire Terra. Like once it Terra terrestrializes, and that was helpful with Z moves with the dances. Every time you saw Twinkle Tackle and Hydro Vortex and whatever, like you understood that visual so i do like the visuals of the terra jewel is like i'm not going to get tripped up once it terrestrializes like i'm going to know that's the water one that's the dragon one that's the bug one um or like normal or whatever like i caught i hope it just sticks to these <laughs> 18 and we don't get special event different different things right yeah i got you all right i'm, I'm for it i don't need like extra types like 18 types is enough we don't need special versions okay so are there any and we can talk about other moments in the trailer as well but we're just talking about the gimmick the you know the the mechanic i should say the set me the the set mechanic like i'm talking tft the generation mechanic uh do you have anything else casually joe for before we get into competitive or no um, I, I want to jump back to the type stuff real quick for a yeah. second because i was i was looking something up then i wanted to I wanted to make sure that I had all my information before I said anything. Um, instead of going off of the 18 types, do you think that the um, the types could be of the original, the like of the original, um, like the first gen? So maybe like we only have like normal fire, electric, grass, water. Yeah, everything. Flying. Yeah, everything that's not dark steel, uh, yeah, fairy, then, dark steel fairy, and then, but like maybe they even like bring it down even more than that. Like we'll, we'll have. Well, yeah, I was gonna say maybe we have dragon because dragon was part of the original types. Like we can just have like normal, normal because they already said it. Fire, water, grass. We know that's in it. Maybe electric. We know flying's in it. Maybe ice, and then maybe dragon, and then we just like cut it at that because. I would also be interested to see what a terrestrial, a whatever head thing, a ghost type Pokemon thing would look like. That's right. interesting to think about. Well, but I think it's like chandeliers, so it's just a chandelier. So it's yeah, a good yeah. it's a good question, Joe. But we can ask Adam, who uh, 
competed, who qualified for a world championship in a generation that Adam did, where there was an effective dragon gem-related uh, mechanic, correct? So how impactful would a uh, a dragon gem be in uh, in a format, Adam? Uh, it was honestly the biggest calculation in 2011. Uh, there was no secret that anything you calced, you literally had to test against. Dragon Gem Latios, Draco Meteor, just off rip. It was it was the most important calc of the format. Um, anything that you wanted to stay in had to take it, um, and then you would also have to run the calc for. Uh, so obviously Draco Meteor loads the special attack. You would then see if you could take Draco Meteor one with the gem, and then potentially Draco Meteor two minus two special attack with the drop. It was, it was huge, and and. To, to kind of pick up and, and go from, you know, what does terrestrializing look like? It is a crazy blend of, I guess it's a kind of a gem kind of idea where like, you know, you're you know a certain, not your normal move becomes super powered, um, and then on top of it, it's like protein where you're changing types to yeah. to become what you need. Uh, it is a very definitely confusing mechanic uh based on what i'm reading so far i think the fact that you give up your types to become the new type just like protein right it's like you know greninja just becomes whatever type it needs to for that attack uh is going to cause some real problems um i would imagine a lot of people are gonna lean into you know let's say let's take i'll just take landers as an example just top of my head. Landorus is a ground flying type. That is a fantastic typing, but if you need to drop more damage, why don't you make sure your Landorus has the rock terrestrialize, and then you can drop a big fat dab rock slide, which has been a problem for multiple years. Yes, you're a rock type after that, but will that stab rock slide win you the game? Um, there's the fact that all six Pokemon can terrestrialize and all of them can hold a different type. Yeah, is like all six, kind of... like the, the compounding variants of all six Pokemon have access to all 18 Terra types at a time when you lock in round one, a game one against your opponent. That percentage, you know, there's just no possible way you can calculate all that variance. Uh, well, I that's why I, I, that's I why think I... the mechanic is chaos. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why I was saying maybe they're going to cut it down to... No, it says um, there are... It says on the thing, there are 18 Oh, it types. says there are 18? Oh, my God. Meaning there are countless combinations of Pokemon and Terra types. Do you think that, from a competitive aspect for the both of you, do you think that this would be banned from competitive play? Because it no, becomes... No, because no. It becomes it's, completely unpredictable. But no, no because that, it is the marketing of the game. The same as a lot of people did not like Dynamax and Gigantamax like com from a competitive stance. Visually it looked cool. But people didn't like that that was legal. And it's the reason Sword and Shield is different from Sun and Moon. So that's why Scarlet and Violet's gonna have to have this legal competitively because it's the reason it's different from Sword and Shield. Mm. It, it's gonna be a huge thing. It's gonna be a lot of discussion from a commentary perspective on, you know, I mean, are we? Is there going to be a way to figure it out? I mean, I to go back to you know years and years ago, I played in an era where hidden power was a thing, right? Yeah. And so, you know, for example, my Cresselia way back in the day always carried hidden power fire. Why? Because otherwise you couldn't be a scissor. Okay. So it's kind of like that idea, right? It's like you need a coverage move, and you always had to optimize to make sure your hidden power did the maximum amount of damage, but. You, you get a coverage move with stab now, but you have to turn your type into that type. Like, you know, it, it, it's so awkward because, you know, to use the Cresselia example, it's like, I want Cresselia to be able to hit things that it can't usually hit. That's great. But now it's a fire type? Yeah. And now like, it loses the... stab on Psyshock? Like... Right. Like, it's, it's such an awkward mechanic and, and chaotic as well that you know, it's like, okay, well, I need to knock this out. I'll just terrestrialize this to use its coverage move. And as a, like, you know, an opposing player, I'm just thinking, like, well, what? How was I supposed to know he was, yeah. he was Steel Terra? 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, the, the, last gar- the, the last card of where I played was, was Dragon Terra. How was I supposed to know this time this one was Ghost Terra? Like, to, to win the Gardevoir matchup or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that it's a monotype change, too. So, you know, you can be a, a dual type and then pivot over into this, like, random like, monotype. That's another level of chaos. Like, right. you really do need, and I think for team building, like, you are going to need so much coverage is unreal. Yeah, because the Pokemon they show, like the one that I like, we were talking about, uh, Adam with Azumarill. They show it in the trailer using the water, the water Terra, and that's Pokemon that makes sense. Because at first it's like, well, do you want to change into another type for your move coverage, like your old Hidden Power Fire, and you become a Fire type, or something like Azumarill, or something that already takes advantage of the attacks that it has as a Water Fairy type, a Player Off and Aqua Jet or whatever. Do you want to boost that? Because that's your most effective thing. And that's where I think that is where there is some interesting play to this. But it's like, why does a zoom roll, if we're all reading it wrong, r- correctly, we could be wrong, but I believe if a zoom roll uses the water terror type, it just becomes a water terror or a water mono water Pokemon and loses its fairy typing. Mm-hmm. But why? Because it's already a water type. Why does it then? Because it is using a, ty- a terra typing it already has lose fairy. Like the balance mechanic or the balance system is if somebody is running rock slide or ice beam or whatever, you're then forcing them to change their type. But why does someone who's already a water type lose his fairy typing? Like that's what's just so confusing. And think of things like Gastrodon or uh, whatever things that are you know Hydreigon, Landorus, things that are four times weak to Pokemon like. That's actually like kind of a buff to them, right? If they change, if he changes, if Gastrodon changes into just a water type, then you can't hit it four times super effectively. Where the only counter to Gastrodon was it was four times super effective on on grass, and you've kind of just like taken that out for no reason. It it's so strange, and I, I think like obviously you get the boost like to the damage, and that's super cool. But yeah, like Gastrodon, you know. Let's just kind of zoom out a little bit. Like, if you see Gastron team preview, you're very respectful about your electric types because you know you can't hit it because of the ground. If you terrestrialize it water, then become just pure water. Like, if you're the opponent and you've not bought that electric type, I'd be I'd be fuming. Right. Rage. You know, I'd, I'd be desperate to discharge it or Thunderbolt it or something like that. So, I would like a little clarity on how that mechanic works. Um, and definitely something. To explore the other aspect of it is that we don't have a clarification so we know anybody can use it anybody has access to the crystallize in a battle and uh any of your six pokemon can use it but only one of them can per battle but we do not know because we know it's not a held item it is anyone can use it because we saw the image is exactly like the dynamax image it is and it is it's just available in the air to the pokemon of the paldea region to have access to so you're gonna have Choice Scarf, Hydreigon, or whatever, or, uh, you know, uh, different, well, I don't know, Life Orb, Tyranitar, with its whatever Terra type you want, you know, you're going to be able to have those broken combinations like Weakness Policy and Dynamax, which we had to deal with for three years in, uh, in Sword and Shield, that are already going to be a problem, but then, like, you, you, how, how do I say it, like, it's it's interesting. It's just it does leave us. It gives us a lot of converse, conversations, I guess. But like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm I'm going crazy in my in my head right now of the 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 variants. Like I don't know how to explain it. There is a little bit too much to unpack. Uh, I think from a competitive. Oh oh, I remember the move. The move. Okay, so you can't. It is not a held item. We know that. But if. Uh, for lack of a better word, like, you know, in Gen 7 we had Hydro Vortex and, you know, Twinkle Tackle and the whatever the Lightning, you know, Electric Tackle, uh, Gigavolt Havoc or something like that, right? So is the move slot on Azumarill, is the move called Waterfall that gets the boost? Or is the move called, like, Terra Water Attack, whatever name they're going to come up with, you know what I mean? So that could be a limitation to it because you're not going to... Well, just like Hidden Power, how Hidden Power is tech was technically a normal move, but based off of your stats is what cha- is what changed it into its typing, its Hidden Power typing. If the 
if the limitation is it has to be the Terra attacking move that gets the benefit of it, I think that's a much more balanced competitive attack. You get what I'm saying? Instead of your flamethrower just getting super stab if your Charizard. Like, if you want the Ice Beam on your Cresselia, you have to have Terra attack as one of your four attacks. And if you don't, you know, terrestrialize it or whatever that game, like, that attack is just a basic normal attack that's really not that helpful for you. Like, I, I hope I'm making sense to you, to you guys. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, I just like, don't see them doing it and implementing it. It would be way. much more balanced. It would be, but I don't. I also wouldn't see how it would make any sense to be like, oh, sweet, Pikachu's flying type. Um, Use Thunder Wave, bro. And it's like a gust of wind because you use Thunder Wave and it does like some type of like flying damage. And it's like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I think I think they're going to have to do what you're talking about, Joe, where it's like you have to have a move set aside to be that. So that when you do the the right transformation, how do they deal with base power, right? Because yeah. Scald, Scald and Bubble have different base powers. Exactly. So base I don't know. Power. This is just information already, we don't we don't have right now. You know, is it not already solved with how the max moves went? I don't know. I mean, well, max moves are their base power was determined off of your original base power, right? the move like the base power like if you used a 30 base power attack dynamax that did less damage than if you used hyper beam as your max strike right yeah right. could they could they not do the same thing with this and say okay well you know the, i i think the the dynamax and the max moves could be kind of a precedent for this it's like if you use a terra move because you swap type to flying you know your fly just like fly became max airstream could fly not become terra stream or terra fly you know what i mean right yeah that no that could definitely that could definitely make sense i'm just trying to think of like the you know the i don't know the the balance of it because like it's just like do you keep the original like do you keep if you're a zoom rule do you keep the aqua jet property even though like you didn't keep uh, Aqua Jet property. If you collect Hydro Vortex, you know what I mean, or uh, what was it called in Jedi? Uh, Max uh, was like Max Geyser, right? You don't keep that priority of it because it's no longer Aqua Jet. So that would be different than how Z moves and Dynamax attacks have operated. It's going to be a strange blend. I think we're going to get a little bit of. Of everything, right? I think we can get a little bit of max moves, a little bit of bit of gems. I, I, I genuinely think this is probably one of the craziest mechanics. It's also it's funny good. that like you essentially can't even breed for it because like back in the day with hidden power, like every Pokemon that you bred had a potentially different hidden power based off of its you know IVs or uh, independent values that it that it had, like, you had to get exactly these stats and these slots to get Hidden Power Ice or Hidden Power Fire or Hidden Power, you know, Water or something like that. So, like, let's say, oh man, I got this this Steel-type Hydreigon, or Terra-type Hydreigon, I keep coming back to that one, it's the first one I think of. It's like, okay, cool, this one was, like, adamant, I needed to be timid or whatever. All right, let me, like, breed it. Let me get, let me get like, six I, like six perfect Ivies. Oh, I got six Ivies, but it's a grass tarot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the first thing I'm thinking of. Well, beans. Yeah. And yeah. unless there is it's... a Terra soup, like I saw that online, uh, like how we got the Max soup in, uh, in the Sword and Shield DLC that lets you change between Max and Gigantamax or whatever but that wasn't until the dlc so like are you gonna have to play a full year before the terra soup comes out which lets you change into whatever terra typing you want your pokemon to be and if they know, man. and if they don't it's like no we'll give you access to that then why am i gonna go through the terra raids with my friends to get the rare typings if i can just change my typing to whatever one i need competitively because well, they're not going to tell you that until the DLC gets announced, <laughs> or you don't get, or you don't get access. I think we don't get access it. to it. I think it, yeah. 
Yeah. It, like, uh, you might not get access to it until you beat, like, the final boss. Like, maybe in this one we'll go back to other, um, other, uh, what's it called? Regions, and you have to beat all of these things, and then you get access to it. Um, yeah. What about, and hear me out, guys. Okay. What about the Isle of Soup? <laughs> We had, we had the Isle of Armor. Now we can have the Isle of Soup. The frozen Isle of Soup. I'm down. And and now we can have Gazpacho. Uh, yeah, so I do think this is like, like you talked about the, um, the gems and similar to Gen 5 gems. I, and like... I think this is if gems and hidden power had a baby, right? Like, that's just, like, fundamentally what this mechanic is. And I guess it is going to be interesting to to, to find out. Like, I'm not holding it back. Like, I know I know a meta will develop and, like, you will see the Zoomerl and you know it is going to be water terror. It's not going to be fire terror or something. Like, just... But those first couple months of trying to figure out what are the best terror sets for... Terra Pokemon and stuff is going to be uh, very stressful, <laughs> I would say. Well, yep. I guess here's my question for you guys. How quickly do you guys have competitive play I have no idea. Of, a new, of a new game? Like, off of what happened with Sword and Shield, how, like, from the release date to when you guys started doing competitive play with it, what was it's, the timeline? I think it's January. So the game comes out in November, and I think the new year is typically, like, I know that's, like, 2016 started January 1st, and, you know. So, okay, so, like, two months, not even. Like a month, yeah, a month and a half, I guess. There'll be, there'll be time. Um, early matter is always a little bit wild. It has been in numerous games. Uh, so, yeah, it takes a little while. Um, obviously, the meta develops. But... People usually get there pretty quick. All right, let's move. Let's move on for this because you know the terrestrializing. Whatever, who cares? We'll find out more later. But you know what we did get that everybody cares about? Brown Whooper, baby. I saw it right away in the trailer. I was sitting there and like you didn't see the close up at first. You just saw them like in the fields or whatever. And I'm like, was that Whooper Brown? And I just like popped off when you saw the close up of it. I was like, he looks so cute. So. What did you, what do you guys think of the Paldean variants and like in some of the new Pokemon we saw like Fido and like that ice like that big like ice Pokemon that the ice gym leader had like what do you it's, let's talk about like, other stuff in the trailer besides terrestrializing? Um. Okay. Uh, initial reactions just right off rip. I'm cool with regional forms again. I, we're kind of used to it at this point, right? We've been doing it for a little while now, so we know that certain regions, you know, we had Alolan, we had Galarian, like, we know that's coming, and you know, Wooper seems cool, um, you know, I, I kind of respect that it's not a complete change like some of the others have been, and it's more of just a, you know, a recolor and a typing change, which I like. Um, the other ones we didn't cover, uh, Satitan, not, not a huge fan, uh, but I respect it. Uh, Fido, another one of these pun names. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Um, maybe, maybe we're going a bit too hard on the puns. You know, we've got two <clears throat> Rhydons, and it's it's a lot. You know, Machonk, Fido, Co-Rhydon, My Rhydon. Smoliv. You forgot about Smoliv. I remember your disdain for Smoliv. No, I didn't forget. I just chose not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, unpopular opinion or hot take, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Fido. What? I thought you would have loved Fido. Nah, I'm tired of these like tired of these like. Oh look, I'm a squishy Pokemon thing. Beep, 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 beep. It's like give me the good stuff. Oh, you mean Yamper? Yeah, yeah, we're just getting... You're getting Yamper again, Joe. Yeah, I know. I just... I want... I want something that it could look like it could kill a person. <laughs> and you'd be like, that's... That's you'll, a different Pokemon. You'll get a couple of those, so it'll look like they could kill a person. I'm sure. Can I get... Can I get, like, a... Hold on, wait, Daz, do me, do me a favor real quick. Uh, uh, 
Hey, exit call, come back in, because you're a little staticky. So, a little? That sounds like a lot. <laughs> a lot. It might as well be static shock up in here, you know? Talk. He's coming back. Let's see what happens, everybody. I'm, I also just looked at Joe for the first time in like 45 minutes, and I was like, <laughs> he's just like not in his chair anymore. He's just vibing over there, and I respect Dude, my ba- my back hurts so much that this kind of feels good, but it's going to feel even better when I lie down in my real bed. Wow. No, you sound so bad. What happened? What, what happened? did you do? I got the move. Is it the Florida internet? Something happened. There's too much electricity in his apartment. Yeah. I mean, his house. His house. Home, homeowner. Adam Doricott, everybody. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're just like straight up static shock over here. Yes, Alright, so Joe, Joe and I are going to continue talking about this. Uh, I think... Except for the the uh, avatars, the main characters, because they look like dweebs with their school outfits. Which the first thing I'm, I'm spending money on outfits before I'm spending money on pokeballs and potions. That's how much I want to get rid of that outfit. I think all the other trainers look really cool. Like you got your rival lady. There was like your classmate that was super shy. She had the big like Eevee backpack or whatever. Yeah, that was uh, that was real cool. The like the headmaster seems like he's gonna be a bad guy, and like some of the other like teachers and people. Like I I liked how the tra- the other characters looked in, in the game too. Yeah, I, I like how the graphics looked a little bit better. Like, people's mouths were moving nicely, hair was moving. Yeah. Um, I did not enjoy watching the the trailer and then seeing <laughs> like seeing certain um, cutscenes or like movements be very very choppy. Like, I think I don't know if you noticed it, Joe Brown, but like you were walking like the the main character's walking down a path and there's a Pokemon following it, and the Pokemon is just like kind of photo, uh, kind of like slideshowing next to them as they walk down the, they walk down the road and stuff. So it was just like, I was like, come on, this is like a big presentation. You really gonna, you really gonna do this to me? You really gonna show me that weird, not game's not working smoothly on the console yet, type thing? You couldn't have even like maybe tricked me and played it through a computer. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think. I think sometimes our expectations are too high. I do think it is fair when you... Like, everybody remembers the Chingling from the Legends Arceus uh, trailer where it was going at 2, two FPS. And, like, I think Pokemon has never really been the graphical trendsetters <laughs> of the gaming industry. They kind of just have done their things and make their Pokemon games look like Pokemon. So, I've never held it against them, but, like... I did think when I saw the trailer, like, with the grass and the the Arcanines in the grass, and, like, you could see the hairs on the Arcanines and stuff. Like, it wasn't just a blob of red or orange or, you know, kind of meshed together. I was like, oh, that actually looks really cool. So, I I think the visuals are, are definitely tolerable. I think the legendaries look weird just because they already looked weird. Being the weird looks that we saw them originally, and now they're even weirder as you can, like, ride on them and fly on them and swim on them and, and stuff. So, like, I guess I'm just not really used to that yet. Because, like, even in Legends Arceus, right, you had Weird Ear and Ursaluna and all the other stuff. But those were, like, side Pokemon that were, like, yeah. doing cool things. They weren't, like, fundamentally core. Like, you weren't riding on, I don't know, Xerneas in X and Y or something like that. Like, it just... You're not. It, it just. It just seemed weird that because they are important to the game, having them be like your Flintstones ride seems like it, they don't feel that important. What what version of the Flintstones did you watch? The one the the red guy that's hit where his wheels don't uh, work and you have to he, and you have to walk. That's clearly a Flintstones reference. No, the, he you both of them walk. But you can then make it go faster by making it a bike. No, 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 no. They're both they're they're both bike shaped. You put sit them. You can see it in the trailer, Joe. If you get up, you, you can see it 
when the the purple guy from the future is using his wheels to ride at one point, and the red guy from the past is walking, and his wheels aren't doing anything. No, but there's another part where he is using his wheel at like paddling in the water and stuff. You can pull the no, trailer. <laughs> Joe, you can pull, pull the trailer, trailer up. up. All right, I'm gonna pull the trailer up, and I'm gonna call you out. All right, for not not oh. looking. Let me see, Adam. Talk again. Let me see where you are. Uh, it sounded it sounded better on the old Discord test. Okay, cool. You are perfectly fine again. All right. What do you think the character designs? Not the avatars because they're dorks. Everybody else, like your classmates and the gym leaders and whatever. Okay, I, I don't really have a strong opinion on them, I, and you know, I, we're kind of at the point. You know, we rattled through a lot of designs as well uh, in that trailer. We rattled through some gym leaders, like you say, the classmates, the professor, and all of that. Um, but nothing really jumped out at me. Um, you know, it felt uh, definitely, you know, they were trying to be different. Especially, you know, how many years did we just go through professors that were just the same with a different name? Um, yeah. So, you know, we're away from that a little bit. Um, you know, I think there's, there's a number um, of interesting folks in there. Um, but, you know, I'm still a little unclear on and where they fit in. I do think the double professor thing is, is still weird. Like, Sada and, and Turo, I do think that's odd. Yeah. Uh, you know, that doesn't really kind of make sense to me, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, apart from that, you know, a lot of them look like kind of just trainers we've had before. Um, I'm trying to think which other ones we saw. Uh it was. They threw a lot out. There was uh, like a. I don't know if he was a gym teacher or like some type, but he was like a bodybuilder with like a, a button down, and he had like a cool mustache and like long hair. Like that mustache. guy looked. That guy looked badass. Yeah, the, the mustache like kind of bounced as he was like talking, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the hair. The hair's been kind of moving with some of the people that are talking. Yeah. Um. How's it going over there, I, Joe? How are we going to talk about the random thing in the middle of the trailer that, where is it? Let me look at, I just saw it. And this will be the last thing we talk about because we got to get going. So, yeah, like they're in the trailer. It's like, oh, Pokemon this, Pokemon that. Look at these gyms. Look at this thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, check out this rad car. It's got all these speakers hanging off of it and yeah. it levitates. I do like, remember that. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, what the heck is this? What are you doing? Why don't I just drive that around instead of the legendary? Oh know? my god, it's so cool looking. I just want it. Can I have the car instead? There I'm was a full gr- to like zoom out a bit. There was so much just stuff in the trailer. Yeah, where I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Like this is, and I think it's cool that we're getting this like three months early. Like, there's a shot uh, of. The, like you're all you're with your friends but you're all on bikes and i'm like mm. what what is going on yeah you're like, like the goofiest biker gang i've ever seen dude biker gang for real that's what we're gonna do boys we're gonna get together roll up with our level five pokemon up on the level 47 uh gym leader because the apparently the gyms don't scale and that is the most unbelievably like <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So I hope it's not true. I really hope the gyms scale with your gym because we've seen precedents in Pokemon. Uh, was it generations and other things that gy- Wait, who's, who, who said they don't scale on the website? It says it. They better scale. Like, what are you talking about? Right. So it says there are no set paths to the gyms. You can purposely seek out a stronger gym leader, or you can simply stop by a gym that happens to be located in a town you come across on your journey. This time, the plot. Uh, this time, you get to the plot your very own path along Victory Road. So that's implying um, that, like, whatever town the this color named town. I know they're not all colors anymore, but like, whatever. Blue. This This town's name. Like, this gym leader is level 35, and it doesn't matter if it's the second town or the eighth town that you've you've visited. And I think that if that is true, if that, like, how they're explaining it there, if that is what's in the game, I think that is beyond frustrating that that is the system they decided to, to go with. 
Because then why even have it be open world and we choose our gym decisions? Because if I go scale up for my second gym that's level 35, well, then I'm just going to steamroll through the level 18 gyms, the level 22 gym, the level 27 gym, because I've already prepared for the level 35 gym. It, it's definitely, like, odd to hear it's an open world game, but it doesn't scale to, to play. Um, but I think, that, that, just to zoom out a bit, that's definitely a little more the way that a lot of things go now, and we've sort of accepted that in a lot of games. Like, I'm a big Borderlands fan, and yes, Borderlands scales, but there's still sometimes you go to areas, like, I miss yeah. side quests, right? And I go back, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do some side quests today. Like, I've got some time. Uh, yeah. And then I go back, and it's like, hey, like, you're you're fighting against people way underleveled, um, or in some cases way overleveled too. So, uh, I think as a, a general premise, like, makes a lot of sense. But we we just got to do better at it, and we just got to be better about, you know, how do we, how do we deal with with that? We want it to be open world, but we also just can't let you go everywhere without things breaking. Yeah. I got you. I, I hope we're wrong. I hope we're... Because I've seen people tweeting about that specific line, and I hope it is just, like, poorly worded on the site. And it is like, oh, you're at the second gym. Okay, we'll use the the one gym badge version of this gym. Or, oh, this is your eighth one. We'll use the seven gym badge version of this battle. Like, it's just a check in the game, right? Like, the you should just check how many gyms you have, and depending on how many you have, it alters the... Pokemon team that the gym leader has. I really don't think you're uh, asking for for too much for that to be a thing. But we don't know yet. We we don't know how that works. We don't know who the middle evolutions are. We don't know a lot of things. But we do know that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is coming out mid-November. And I, I am still excited. I just look at all of the generations. We always look at it through the lens of VGC. So that's what makes things concerning. But like casually, I do think the games look... Uh, very like visually appealing and I think they look like it's going to be a fun time playing with your friends and stuff and different yeah. from the previous generations oh no I 100% agree like we can we can dive and you know try and figure out how mechanics work for as long as we want but at the end of the day it still looks fun like yeah. from a gameplay perspective it still looks fun I can sit on my sofa I can grind it out or I can just play it like at my leisure I, I do think that it's gonna be a fun time uh you know we just have to there is something I, I do enjoy about just playing the game for the first time not worrying about competitive yeah and then it always feels good so yeah i still i regardless of how i feel about chandelier hats uh, i think we're, we're in for a good game or sprinkler you think, hats you think you're gonna you think you're gonna fall in love with it i know you will i know you will buddy i love just i know you're gonna I know yeah. you're going to fall in love. Oh, the other I thing I, I totally forgot. Sorry, uh, Adam. The Terra Raids, uh, because they're not turn-based anymore, you can go at your own pace, meaning Martin Solrock cannot harm me anymore. I can knock out yeah. that Pokemon whenever I want, baby. Yeah, that's a much better... That, that, that's just a quality of life improvement. And I know we've talked about this, you know, as an aside before. Like, They definitely learned a lot from Legends Arceus. Yeah. And, and turn that into a big facet of this game. So I, I think learning some of those things has been very helpful. All right, Joe. It's been I think it's been like an hour long episode just on one, you know, one topic. So we've had a, a great discussion, and I think it's time for you to let let Adam and get back to his home that he owns and enjoy his evening. Did I let Adam do it? Adam, do you want Do you want to do the outro? No, I think it's still your responsibility. Thank you. Uh, As the uh, new uh, official uh, third co-host of what did you call it, Cup of Joes and Adam? No, uh, two Joes, two Joes and an Adam. Yeah. <laughs> he still realizes it's your responsibility, Joe. Yeah, uh, great. Um, oh. Well, everybody, I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Cup of Joes. I've been your host, Joe Parian, from my bed. That's in the same room as my computer. And that this has also been Joe Brown sitting at his new chair that he built today. I sound different. Uh, he's, he sounds different because of it. His butt sounds different because of it. And uh, and we want to thank Adam. Adam, tell the people, I know we've said this so many times, but tell the people where they can find you. Tell us uh, any hot takes, what you've been up to, anything you want to plug right here, go for it. 
the big thing is obviously the World Championships is coming up. It is going to be in our hometown, or my hometown, sorry, of uh, London. Uh, well, we, we, it's all our hometowns. We were all from there once, weren't yeah, we? we <laughs> uh, I, I mean, my my country did take over the world. That's by the by. But anyway, yeah, there you World go. Championships <laughs> is coming up in a couple of weeks. It'll be on Twitch and uh, twitch.tv forward slash Pokemon. There's multiple channels. Uh, you will find myself and Joe Brown over on there commentating the video game championships. Uh, that'll be a whole lot of fun. So tune into that if you have time. If you want to see some top VGC from around the world. Uh, it comes once a year or once every three years in certain cases. <laughs> um, but, you know, we just roll with it as we go. So, yeah, check in on that one and, and we'll all have a good time. We'll see you there, well, buddy. Yeah. Well, we'll see you. We'll see you guys on the air. When you guys are telling us all this sweet Pokemon tournament news. And we'll see you all in the next episode of Cover Jones.